Hello, Interbank. Hello, Michelle. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. And welcome back to our podcast. What about? So, what about? Um, Michelle, yes. what about coming back? <laughs> welcome back. <laughs> it's, been, it's been a while, I think it's fair to say. I like the time travel that would exist if Interbank, like, literally just went, like, listened to this episode and the previous episode like in the month of june back to back so the whole welcome back is just like two seconds i mean in fairness the time travel aspect i have yet to record the previous episode oh yeah there's gonna be a little time traveling so uh this is gonna be kind of fun recording wise but just yeah the time violation of two seconds for interrobang has been weeks for us in our little world of recording weeks i think months Right? Like the last time we recorded together. Just gonna... Was it? About a month. No, it was, it was about a month. Halloween? No, 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 no. No. I remember I opened my, my present. Oh. Yes. <laughs> I can't remember because sometimes I send presents out quite early because I prepare yeah. them quite early. Yeah. So I, I have no gauge of time. I apologize. But it's, it's okay. We're here now. Mm-hmm. Um, We've somewhat gathered ourselves uh i've been doing pretty good it feels good to be back in the chair here with my friends um, i was i was uh, a little less uh enthused generally um just because it's winter and it's a bit slow um mm. and everything is still a bit slow for me getting up is a bit slow carrying on the day a bit slow are you um, and then somehow right when now, i get back you, home are you horizontal right now I am I am vertical, but I'm just like tortoise mode engaged. Um, and so when I go home, all I need, all, all I want to do is just make crafts, just do crafts, and then zonk out. Okay. Um, makes sense. And then and then rinse and repeat the whole thing. So uh, I've been operating on that mode, just zombie mode a bit, and then autopilot. Sorry. And then I was looking forward to this weekend. Uh, so I could yeah. talk to a human being on a human level, not just on like menial chores. So mm. I'm glad to be back. Finally. Yeah. I think I've noticed for myself, um, they're having, I guess, words that come into my mind is like grace, tenderness, easing into things, coziness. We've talked about this entire thing in a previous episode. Huga. Huga. Um, and I think that's been coming to my mind um, in this new year of how to incorporate that to help bring comfort to myself. Love me some Huga. Mm-hmm. So it's got, just so cozy. <laughs> I got some new candles and Ooh. what kinds? Uh, what 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 I have been getting more into jasmine, in. the scent of jasmine. You know what? That's my favorite tea. So I agree with you. That's where I went. That was my seed point. I was like, I love jasmine tea. I love how it smells. Like, let's take it a step further or another step. It's a light floral scent. It's light floral scent. It's not too overpowering, but I guess no. that is the point of being light. Yeah. Um, and it it's not so delish. You know how like sometimes there are candles that smell like apple, uh, cinnamon apple. Apple you don't want to eat it. Yeah, you don't want to eat and it. And it smells so good, but you're like, 
but I can't eat it. It's like having a dream. Mm. You see the food, it just looks so delicious. But the moment you try and eat it, it's just air. And it's just the disappointment is uh, insurmountable. So I can't bring myself to get like a f- food flavored. I don't like the like baked, yeah. you know, baked when- good. It, it, it requires your brain to make that decision. Wait, is there food in my room or no? But can the I eat fruit. this or no? I can. I like the fruit smells. Okay. Like if it's just like uncooked, <laughs> it's all right. Ironically, because you're setting it on fire with a candle. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, but you're talking but, about like yeah. the, like the baked sugar cookie scented candles or something. That's just it. Smells like too good, but I can't eat it. So eat it. what's the point? What are we doing? Um, whereas, like, if it's like a you know a, a blood orange smell or like a plum sort of thing, I'm okay with that because somehow yeah. that maybe it's just refreshing. It's it's like mm-hmm. I don't have to eat it, so yeah, that's all right. But I agree, jasmine's a great smell. Yeah. Um, the general tea, like T E A, like tea tree um, leaves <laughs> for me, a bit of wood. <laughs> Not um would 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 not go amiss. <laughs> Double entendre intended. Would 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 not go amiss. Ah, uh, gotcha, 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 gotcha. Uh huh. Yeah. You're welcome. Uh, beginning <laughs> of the year, first pun. <laughs> so yeah. Uh, yep. Candles, lovely, good stuff. Candles and s- soft things and cushion, I, like the cushion of things. Nothing, no hard surfaces necessarily and if they are hard they must be smooth that's what i've noticed like smooth wood sorry i'm still stuck on the candles i got a new candle myself as well oh sorry i skipped ahead yes no you're good you're good you're good um i just remembered it as you were talking about the rest um i forgot what the smell was i was like oh amber and oud amber doesn't have a smell because it's just mineralized sap but or in a fossilized sap, so I don't believe that. But oud is like a you know dead driftwood smell, rotting driftwood. So <laughs> lovely notion. Mm. Um, but there's I like set a, on so fire. There's like a moistness to it. I can't describe it. You can go look it up. Um, yeah. But it, it's some kind of like rotting driftwood, but it just has a particular scent that it has to be. Um, I'm sure the candle has a different description than rotting. I mean. It, it just said amber and oud and was like, you know, in the monotype course of the sort of like Christy script. So it looks fancy and everything um, from Mid Path and Beyond, no less. And I like set it on fire because that's what you do with, you know, consuming candles and then put it in like my bathroom and then um, uh, like put a foil around it. Like if you put the candle and you put uh, foil on the circumference and then kind of make it into like a sort of teepee shape then it'll make the rest of the candle like melt evenly as opposed to just carve a hole in the middle. Um, so oh, I know. Yeah, a okay. fun house hack. So like, like a funnel. You a foil a reverse like a- funnel. A reverse funnel. Because you wouldn't put the funnel like with the narrow side down. You put yeah, the- yeah. You make a funnel yeah, and you yeah. put it upside down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that makes sense. So kind of like in like a conical shape, essentially. Yeah. Um, and uh, then I just kind of like forgot about it and uh um started to like snooze um yeah after i ate dinner as as one does and then i woke to at like 3 a.m the shrill um shrill sound of my fire alarm going off um because the whole candle had finished 
melting it had completely liquefied and so sitting in like the glass jar and i guess the smoke had like wafted <laughs> to the smoke detector and i awoke in a panic i thought it was like an alarm of some sort of course it was but like like more like a you know a waking alarm um as opposed to the fire alarm so i panicked and then <laughs> just ran around like a headless chicken trying to figure out what was going on <laughs> and i hope to god that you know it, what my neighbors would not um like em- enter and you know go into the sn- uh, snow outside because it was unnecessary and i was like oh, what can i do what can i do and the alarm turned off but the fire was still going um on the candle because it was you know it was all contained you know uh nothing like the sink or nothing was a uh, you know a flame um and then I just turned on the bathroom fan and then uh, that, that helped dissipate the smell. But I don't know why the smoke alarm decided to go off prior to me blowing out the candle. Hmm. But uh, yeah, it was interesting. Sorry. Yeah. Ended up on a week I had but... no idea where, I had not heard that story in Turbank, so I had no idea where this was going. I completely forgot about it, even though it happened like two days ago. <laughs> So thank you for reminding me about wow. this. Um, no, that's all. Yeah, I mean, fire safety. Not quite disastrous experiences. It's, it's, it's a thing for sure. Thank goodness um, no neighbors enter the hallway. Right. Um, but yes. Um, so you were talking about other, <laughs> other, other things. Like hard but smooth surfaces. Like right. Wood. Where was I? Comfort things that bring me comfort. <laughs> yes. Um, it sounds so first. Not contain. Not not on. Not, <laughs> Candles that are, you know, safely used. Safely used. This is why I, I only get candles and just stock them and not burn them because, <laughs> oh, goodness. Yes. What else? Can you speak I just usually keep them and then open the lid and sniff them and then close them and forget I have them. That's what I thought you Walk did, away and come. Then... That's what, and, then, and then I oh, caved okay. and I wanted to smell what oud smelled like when it was on fire. And... Uh, <laughs> So I can rotting driftwood go on fire. And amber, like I know, like every company has like a different scent for amber, and because I'm like, it's like when you get a smell that's like rock, and I'm like there's a lot of kinds of rock, but they're all just rock. I'm just, I'm just not laughing at the layers of the oud of not only rotting driftwood but burning rotting driftwood. Uh huh. The the ultimate irony, like kind of like the ultimate indignity for a tree. <laughs> go through like it's it's already rotting like come on can you give it a break <laughs> no <laughs> set it on fire and guess what i didn't pour out any of the molten wax so guess what we can redo it again at any point in you know our lives you know the wick's still there it's still functional oh, so no. it's just on fire multiple times and poor this poor piece of so it's also used in like perfume fragrance stuff i guess because it's kind of like musk i suppose or earthy or something um but it's very expensive so usually they dilute it um you know with like a bunch of other actual chemical extract they use you know to give that yeah and sometimes they just synthesize the compound right yeah yeah. Um, what did they i mean that's what i would do if i were a chemist but um yeah there's like parfumier people I mean, mm-hmm. I'm probably saying this wrong, or I think it's called the nose of the company. This the the main person who like figures out the smells, yeah, that each thing, and then figures out the chemistry of the combination of smells working together. The sum is greater than the parts. The sum of the whole, yeah. Okay, 
Yep. All right. Back to it. I miss it's interrobing. That's, uh-huh. that's what, that is what I'm being overcome with. Just the sense uh, of just wanting to put my unexpected tension. Like reach out my arms parties. and put my hands on both of your backs and be like, oh, I miss this. Like a little like cuddle. <laughs> like that's what I miss. So, like where we have a conversation and then it just the chaos. Abject despair from Stephanie. Uh. <laughs> constant state of i miss this hiatus that is what Mm -hmm. comes to mind oh yes we had a theme that was the theme and this is when it's going to be brought up for today's Uh episode i miss this um and i'm you know since we are back from our hiatus you could say our hiatus from over the holidays um i miss this and so what of hiatus what uh, can we unfold that a little bit unwrap that a bit can we do a quick Google? What's the etymology? Is it? I uh, did look it up. Actually, it is of Latin origin, and I actually okay. liked one interpretation of it. Um, I don't know if I'm saying this correctly, but it's a Latin verb, hier, H-I-A-R-E. Ooh. Uh, a Latin verb meaning to gape, G-A-P-E, or to yawn first appeared in English in the middle of the 16th century. So originally was you know, ref- used to refer to a gap or an opening, like a like a cave opening of some kind. Um, so from hier, a verb, H-I-A-R-E. I really liked the use of the word yawn. Gape and yawn have and two very different, very different things connotations. Today. Yeah, but um, if you think about a cave opening when you're yawning, I mean, your mouth is like a cave. I mean, it makes sense in a way, but how... I feel like a gape would last longer than a yawn yeah because we see depends on you know the type of yawn but usually yawns are you know a few seconds whereas a gate i mean if you're really like dumbstruck right wonderstruck dumbfounded i just Mm -hmm. conflated two words i'm sorry uh it it could last for like minutes you know (laughs) yeah but Um, i like so what is fair enough thinking about how we view the action of yawning what is a, a hiatus from? A hiatus meaning like you're taking a, a, a I was break thinking, or a, a leave of absence from some kind of aspect of your life. Yeah, I was thinking like in French because I'm starting to learn French because le deaf punk. Um, but isn't the word for winter hiver? Kind of mm-hmm. like H-I-V-E-R. Right. The first two letters. Sure. <laughs> Stretch. Oh, I know. that confidence until you. Um, <laughs> like, where is she going with this? Uh-huh. I have no yeah. idea the etymology because you know, in in Italian and Spanish, it's like invierno, or yes. you know, like it starts with the I without the H. Mm-hmm. So I was curious if there's any connection or if it's just like a sort of, um, you know, bastardized interpretation, which entirely probably is, considering invierno, um and Iver just seem more similar because they've got the I's and the V's and the E's and the R's, you know, all sharing a collective sort of structure. Whereas I'm, I'm, I'm like hiatus. Research. I'm not okay. seeing anything, okay. to be honest. Yeah. Um, um, so, yeah, it's, it's probably just I'm grasping at straws here. <laughs> we don't have to, though. It's okay. Um, we have Google, but I do it. like that idea though of like, what if, like, what if 
the French word for winter did kind of come from somehow, some way from this. Like hibernate. Hibernate. You know, you kind of like go into. Hibernate. Hiver. I hate we're just grasping after one from one straw to another. <laughs> um yeah yeah so how lovely would that be if it it was sort of related to winter specifically but uh, you know there there are things and people and stuff that have hiatuses that last longer than a season yeah because like going back to the holiday of yawning you're like that doesn't that's such a short you see the holiday of yawning no no going back to the idea of yawning. oh yes idea okay like so you're like that's so short i'm like yeah because that could be a couple seconds and mm-hmm. then we're talking about a whole season. And then it's like, well, you couldn't go on hiatus for, for years. years. So is what, there a, is it like Rip Van Winkle yawn right there? <laughs> Rip Van Winkle just yawns, starts to snooze, you know, like turn over a little bit. It takes decades. And when, when is it, what does it go from, I'm taking a break, a brief pause to hiatus? Um... When you decide to call it that, I think it's subjective. Does the person who's right? doing it get to get to decide that? Who gets to name it? I think so because if you have an intention on coming back, that's considered a hiatus. If not, you're just retired, right? Because from can, that you, particular you can endeavor. come out of retirement. Yeah, you can always come out of retirement. We're just and we're kind of focusing on the yeah when you're like a choice in your lifestyle change kind of happening, but I yeah. guess like can like say you have like somebody doesn't have like, something that's not sentient what about sure. if cancer people say in remission or not but like can cancer be on hiatus that means it has an intention of coming back exactly so it's not yeah can that does it have to have intentions and feelings to have so like say say a squirrel is <laughs> going to sleep for the winter right squirrel sentient right you know like you can't necessarily Mm -hmm. communicate with us the way that humans communicate to each other but say it's it's doing its own squirrel thing it's like finding the nuts you know storing them in for the winter yes going to sleep a bit um and then you know hiatus and then spring right um is it going into hiatus or is it just hibernation yeah, I think due it's hibernation. Due to just I don't, I don't think you in, would say due to just a change <laughs> in their circadian rhythm. Yeah, because that's like their like their body is changing because yeah. of, the, of the the time of year and whatnot. Like there's it's and something I, about choice. Not only that, but I feel attention. like it, yeah, it, and I feel like it only applies to humans because we you wouldn't say my dog went into hiatus, even though like you're in total control of your dog's life in terms of whether or not it goes to like a competition you know like if it's like a show dog for example and you know it doesn't enter for like two years because i don't know it's giving birth to puppies or i don't know what you have you know, like other animals who have a similar developed like frontal lobe of the brain like elephants they have they make choices about where they go or what places they avoid and whatnot due to memory um but it, it's not going on a hiatus. It's just avoiding those places if it like doesn't like them, right? Are you saying it's usually typically done to humans because we are developed to have the luxury to? Still, no, I think humans to, are to, the to, only to, ones to, to, like, to still survive because we can still get a, like a supply of food and 
just go on no i think socially. like humans like it don't the term only applies to humans because you you never see a band of elephants like break up you know but you see humans like yeah, a, or like, like a band, band of humans like bands of chimpanzees do that and then come back together mm-hmm. okay yeah, yeah i guess do they have is a hiatus like a pre like there is a premeditated com- comeback or that's the that was, my next, that was my next question i think it has to be premeditated sort of in, in some but you fashion, don't know how like, long though you're, you're taking just, a break like a sabbatical a for example mm-hmm. and then there's every intention of coming back whereas if you decide to quote-unquote retire early or you know like split up early or whatever the case may be with no intention of coming back it's yeah. not a hiatus until the comeback happens it's different it's different than being on hold because you're still living you're still doing things but just you're on hiatus you're still active and you're still living because to me when you say you put something on hold there's this like i mean like a closed fist you know you're you're, you're i'm just a, thinking of getting on state hold of something. with like insurance companies and banks and are you telling me that when <laughs> they put me on holds they've gone hiatus and then i'd have to wait for three hours and that's what i'm, that's what I'm highlighting real yeah, life i'm highlighting the difference between putting okay. something on hold and going on hiatus again a little bit of the phonetics of on hold on hiatus i'm just like mm-hmm. noticing the difference between that because you could say i'm putting my career on hold how i'm taking that, a sabbatical i'm taking a hiatus how does that sound you know, for my career versus those other two things yeah on hold sabbatical on hiatus and i think there is a difference i'm trying I to think when you put something on hold it's kind of like you you pause like you, but there's no, there's no communication about you doing other things. It's just, it's like it's still your main, your, your main focus. Right. Yeah. Whereas if you go on hiatus, I feel, and this could, I could be incorrect, um, that you are willing to pursue other avenues. Yes, I agree. There's um, an inch, there's an inch of that doorway to maybe like, this is what I've been doing for a while. I'm going on hiatus, and so I might actually, for whatever reason, interest might shift elsewhere. Yes, there, there is the end of the hiatus could fork into two things. It could either go uh, lead towards a comeback, which I know is a 180 from what I said. Um, it could lead to a comeback, or it could lead into um, the opposite of a comeback, like you just staying with path number two forever. Or until path number three comes. Also, some people when itself. they when they quote unquote come out of hiatus, some things don't work out as planned or whatever, and then they go quote yes. unquote back into hiatus. That I think it just well. means that they're pursuing like path three, right? That, that's <laughs> how they, many they, rounds they, of going back and forth into the into like the little hopscotch square zone of hiatus or hiatus hiatus like. How many I think in this, in this day and age of being um, aware of mental health and, and all this fun stuff, um, I don't think people should put numbers on pe- other people's life decisions. Uh, but, you know, some people could be known as like flaky people, I guess, if they're constantly going switching back and forth and trying to decide what uh, avenue pleases them in life best. Um. 
but you know that's up to them to make the decision right i don't know well for interrobang i feel like you you and i have taken multiple hiatuses so i'm not trying to to be um aggressive here i'm just trying to be like hey it's it's okay for people to take hiatuses i think it's healthy to take breaks um pull off a bit reassess you know not necessarily pin yourself let things settle a little bit yeah i don't i don't think it's it's a requirement to have to when i've entered such a phase yeah when i've entered such a phase it's more of me releasing myself from something that's been stressing me out perhaps that i used to find Mm -hmm. enjoy in and i don't anymore so it's 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 a on my own volition releasing mm-hmm. myself from something i don't set a deadline but i also don't i neither set a deadline nor set an ultimatum of any kind about if and when i should return pick it back up you know um sometimes i get angsty if i think there's a deadline but equally sometimes i know that there's something that needs to kick me into gear so if uh say you and i we were planning on recording a podcast sometime this weekend or next weekend right and i was like okay i just need to get out of my rut (laughs) you know go back into the swing of things and you know there wasn't a hard and fast state agreement between you and i we're just like yeah ballpark you know if i could get myself to do this sure let's let's go and do it so i think more for me it helps if i had like some kind of guidance you called bit. you called me on my phone this evening. Yeah. 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 What what was well, what was the driver behind that decision? I felt bad if you were under the assumption that we would record it at a certain time, our usual time of Because you could have just texted me, right? You could have just said no. I could, but then sometimes you're sleeping and then you're taking a nap, as I just did. <laughs> uh, Okay. And yeah, you wouldn't uh-huh. receive a text until tomorrow morning, then I would be up all night waiting for you. <laughs> so you I don't, don't want, want it just to call. be, yeah. If, if you, a ringtone doesn't work, then. So you had an itch. Did you see this fork in the road of not recording and continuing? No, the because hiatus? we would have to, it would, because that would just be a procrastination for me okay. at that okay. point of like either this weekend or next weekend. If it's not this weekend, it might be next weekend, but I don't, I can't, I don't have a crystal ball. I forgot that I even I started taking glass making classes. Um, I made a jellyfish. It was quite fun, um, and I totally like glass, forgot about that. You mean like glass, like blowing? glass blowing? Glass but this blowing. one didn't require any. Not air. like eyeglass, but like glass. oh yes, it's like glass art, shall we say? Yeah. Yes. Um, so I made a jellyfish, and that was fun. But uh, I totally forgot about that, and I was I had to delay like brunch plans with uh, uh, a friend so i was so sad i don't want to push it off who knows what's gonna happen next weekend exactly i already forgot what happened was supposed to happen today yeah (laughs) so which does not reflect well on me as a friend so So let me just call michelle now and we'll record this tonight (laughs) yes no i think that's i think it's interesting too yeah what what is that driver for you to kind of like snap out of it me i was the driver Mm -hmm. i literally drove myself to the studio and back yeah just to provide a turbing um to provide you with kind of a anchoring point grounding point if a lot of if some of this is kind of wishy-washy um i kind of thought of this topic before we recorded um as so so much of stephanie dies lives are tied to music 
Um, <laughs> the Belgium pop artist Strome has recently come out of hiatus artistically I can say I don't know about the rest of his life aspects but as a musician he has come out of hiatus after about eight years or so seven or eight years from any kind of public performances as Strome I mean his real name is Paul Van Haven um what he has a name I thought his legal name was that. Oh, so, full oh disclosure. no, not like Beyonce. No, like, yeah. Okay. Strome is okay. Keep, keep doing it. I'll, I'll talk about it later. He has a name. <laughs> yeah, he's not an android. He's a person. So I, um, so Michelle had sent me this text about um, Strome earlier and on my phone and I was like yeah okay whatever great I'll, I'll you know make sure to listen to it when you c- compile a soundtrack and then independently my um one of my other devices that is not connected to my phone decided to suggest me you know this uh, video of of this artist uh early this morning and so I spent the day just listening to this guy and I'm just- <laughs> I was just so used to like all the YouTube comments and everything, just referring to this guy as his like, I guess I said artistic name. I never considered that he had like another name. <laughs> I thought it's like Adele. Like it's just, the, he's just one of those people that has, or Pharrell, you know, like that just has like the singular name. I agree and that's with it. you. Yes. I, I, I guess I Pharrell really, Williams, but like, I just, I don't think of him as Paul thought sure. too much about the the weekend is kind of like that no one really thinks of him as able it's the weekend yeah and it's still jarring to me and it's like oh i think also because paul is such <laughs> like a it's a it's a pretty, common name pretty common name for here yeah. in the states um but uh <laughs> okay yeah. keep going i'm sorry no no but no you're right though i don't i don't think of um then really it's Paul, it's more astronomy because that's how I know, I know this person. Uh, but yes, uh, recently come out of hiatus, I've, has released, I think, two singles now over the past, once in, one in December, one in January recently, and is planning on releasing, uh, I believe it'd be his third album or so um, in March of this year. And I just, I've kind of been following it a little bit, listening to the songs, he's been doing a little bit of press very lightly so um but i just always think it's interesting of like what is the driver to end this um what's going on in his life to start making music again and make music maybe he was making music just at home he could have i don't know but what was the decision to actually like make a full completely published uh music album and you know re-enter that world of touring and recording and press and whatnot and how I wonder what it's going to be like for him in this stage of the hiatus cycle of, okay, I'm no longer in my little turtle shell. Like I'm out here now. I mean, he can go back anytime. Sure. Sure. But he's kind of like in this nascent stage of off. Let's start again. Rebirth. Yeah. Yeah. And so I was wanting to revisit with, you know, Stephanie and you and Terabin because it was, I could look it up, but I didn't. But it's been about a year, roughly, since we kind of started touching on Daft Punk. Uh, <gasps> when they, I mean, which 
announced. I will have mentioned the tense is kind of weird um, yeah. in the previous episode with music list. But oh, yeah. yes, yeah. But you know, they kind of announced. I mean, I want to use the wrong word. I mean, the end of some kind of era, and so it's hard to know if, if they are on hiatus or they're actually like completely done, done? as a group. I um, think they're done. I think that the communication was that they they have like hung up their helmets quote unquote <laughs> i mean they didn't say that i think they one of them blew up the other one or they used the, the video from one of their movies right um, in the snippet where one terminated the life of the other because at the request of this other yeah. so, so that uh, seemed to be more of a like a retirement like this is yeah this is done for but but could be a hiatus could, could could be depending could, on stranger things have happened exactly so wanted to kind of make a, a you know acknowledgement of the full circle here where you know a year ago we discussed a group musical group that was going to retirement second i'll never forget the day <laughs> yes um you know entering a certain chapter and then now um, another another musical group that seems to be coming back in into the scene and so um just kind of and this is common if we're just using these two examples it's kind of like anchor points for today's episode um and it doesn't just have to be about musicians it can be about any aspect career thing um but yeah as far as like strome goes i think um just for myself it's not necessarily a musician that i've been particularly close to but i've been following since 2011 mm-hmm. yeah just over about 10 years now um one of his songs was uh 2010 i lied fall 2010 uh, a friend close friend of mine introduced one of his songs to me and i noticed i liked it i was drawn to it immediately because definitely is pop euro pop of some kind mm-hmm. Just the way it sounds, but then there's something a little bit more to it. He kind of brings in a lot of different instruments from around the world and mm-hmm. uses them in a way that's not very stereotypical of how they're used. Um, the song was Alors en Dance, which is like one of his most popular stuff. And I think it's been brought back in with TikTok and a lot of mashups from current DJs. Oh, has it? Yeah. That was the one I was listening to before we had this call. <laughs> Yeah, so it's with that really famous kind of um, repeated melody to it. Um, so it has kind of oh, a jazzy I found feel. The, I found the instrumental part quite compelling. Yes, it's very in your head, um, very catchy. But so, yeah, I mean, catchy tunes for sure. Good pop music. But I think also, um, so he, he sings in French, but he um, he's from Belgium and... Um, his dad, who passed away when he was really, really young, like was from Africa. Uh, so very international kind of uh, flavor. Uh, yeah, he speaks good English. And so I think his lyrics, he translates a lot into English. And that kind of helps him reach out to more a larger audience. And so despite the music sounding like light pop music, the lyrics actually have quite a degree of morose and darkness to them and depth. And they're very plain. He doesn't really speak in poetry very much. It's very straightforward, um, but touches pretty direct, quite directly on setter topics. Um, 
like for instance, uh, you know, he came out with the most recently the single L'Enfer, which means hell in French, of just discussing, I think, touching on what he was going through, at least part of the time while in hiatus, you know, severe mm-hmm. loneliness and thoughts of suicide. And one of the ideas he touches on is how he recognized how these thoughts he were having, these thoughts that he was having are extremely common. Yet despite that, you still feel very alone. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think a lot of people can recognize that. He's just what he says is very direct. Or um, another song he's done is Quance. Um, uh, I'm not saying it right late, but like, when is it? Mm-hmm. Um, touches on cancer. Mm-hmm. Um, because like, when is it going to happen? Because his mother was digested cancer. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, uh-huh. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Or Papa Tue um, was about his father and where he, like not knowing where he was, even though he had died, he was a young child who grew up without his dad. Um, so like, he, he draws upon his life experiences. As you're saying, it's not mm-hmm. like canned bubblegum pop sort of thing where it's just like love hate loneliness but like there's more more specific to it yeah yeah um and so yeah i've always appreciated his artistry and i think you listen to his music his voice is there he's a good singer but i feel like his voice is not the main element it's almost like he's um a bard like he's like telling you a story mm-hmm. where there's just this you know collection of music happening um it's what it kind of feels like more and because i think the lyrics translate well into multiple languages people can understand and connect to it and even so, even if yeah. you don't know the languages right like i was just putting around listening to a, a concert on youtube of this stormy guy um and i wasn't watching the video at all but the the musicianship the musicality um of the song because i i usually listen to um lyrics like the human voice as just another instrument i don't really process um the what the words mean unless i'm like directly looking at the lyrics itself um as just another melody making point or just another instrument and i was really struck by how well it seemed to go with instruments and he was you know a lot of pop artists seem to make the music all about their voice, but not so much about the other instruments that go on. Right. And he did not seem to um, feel the need to to overwhelm <laughs> the public exactly. with, with just his voice. Uh, yes, there's some acapella, which is great. Um, but the, the there is quite a few solos that uh, featured like certain instruments, like you mentioned, just kind of in unusual manners or in unusual patterns or um, tones that um, you just went with the flow. And I quite liked it. I think Ave Cesaria um, mm-hmm. was one. Mulfrit was kind of quite a funny one about fried mussels, <laughs> a Belgian <laughs> uh, favorite. And I think um carmen was a great one it was like a a new take on the uh the classic georges bizet opera carmen very famous um and i think formidable was my kind of my favorite have you heard formidable this is the carmen has a great music video that touches on oh okay um implications of, of twitter and social media 
Ah, okay. I didn't know that there was meaning. <laughs> I'm sure there was. I just, like you said. Yeah, you can just like enjoy how it sounds. It's exactly. Just, I just like the, the modern feel of it. Uh, Tous les memes is good about gender norms yes. as well. Yes. Uh, it's interesting. Uh, Tafet. I always think is very interesting because it's like, like your party, but it kind of yes. has this charged, like critical defensive tone to it. It's, okay. Yeah, it's not really like celebratory. It kind of has this like intensity to it. Uh-huh. Speaking of intense, formidable, I think that one was pretty intense too, because I think the chorus is like, I was amazing, you were amazing. And then it goes like the order could be way off. Um you were amazing. I was pathetic. And then we were amazing. They, like it volleys back and forth between thinking that one is amazing formidable versus mm-hmm. pathetic. Um, and so it's kind of like the self hatred, but the, like the, the very amazing highs and then the, the desperate, disparate lows, like you're not desperate, but you're just, in the bottomest well and nothing can get you out and but then you just i know i kind of relate to that a bit um so yeah i thought that was powerful i like his voice in that in formidable a lot it's mm-hmm. the live i don't know about the music video he but kind the live of one was quite unhinges it a bit and yeah lets it yeah. not be perfectly refined just to show I think the overflowing emotion of how he's feeling about that topic. And I think it works that it's not perfectly refined because he's, yeah, like you said, he's living it. So um, why show perfection in the imperfections yeah. of the song? Yeah. So I think, um, yeah, just, just an example, just, just curious to witness that happening and, reflecting on like you just said Stephanie like what's happening in my life how do I relate to this if at all um for where either the song lands and also just where he's at as an artist in coming back into into the scene um definitely hope all the best for him and anyone else who's transitioning and trying to kind of get back into the water a bit are we all transitioning always to a to a certain degree i for sure always so what about if we actually like molted what about if you know how like how snakes are they actually like molt and like their skin sheds yes reptiles sure what about if we did that if you reach like a certain level of like not enlightenment but like emotional change like you literally like, like you literally shed off I mean, that is the kind of point of like a wardrobe change, right? You just kind of go from pajamas to change your hairstyle, street clothes. Yeah, you're right. There's that'd be kind of cool if you like literally, I mean, it'd be kind of a little intense because you're just like shedding skin everywhere, but like (laughs) just a lot of dander (laughs) just going around. Is it a lot of dander or is it just one solid sheath? (laughs) I hope you have quite a bit of moisturizer in here. Yeah, um, I'd rather just be a single sheath, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, I'd be kind of creepy gonna... looking because it's like unzip everything and voila, step out of your old skin into the new. Is that like compost? I don't want to think too much about I'll leave dead skin that's already present on our skins, anyways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but I'm just like, surface. what about if we could like molt? I just feel like that would be a really interesting experience, but probably really itchy, huh? Um, 
I'll just think of it in terms of clothes. And I, yeah, I we'll always just... am up for a fresh wardrobe. I just came back from the stores earlier because I was like, I think it would be nice to have some new fancy clothes. They weren't that fancy, but it was just, they look it's different new. from my whatever I already have. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I love that. Well, with that, Turbing, thanks for joining us. <laughs> I know I'm that shambolic. I'm, I'm picturing what I'm picturing trying to think of what Return new wardrobe to form. you might be getting into. But yes, mm-hmm. we missed you. We're excited to be back out of our holiday hiatus, and looking forward to what new album we're going to drop next time. Mm. <laughs> I am also curious to the outcome of this. <laughs> Take care. Take care, buddies. See you next time.